Welcome to the College Strength Podcast. I hope you are having a very blessed day. If not, um, I hope that you are finding peace and having restful hearts in God because that is the only place that you are going to find that peace and rest. Today, oh boy, I feel like y'all that listen to these podcasts know that God is very much refining my new chapter in life. And when I say refine, I mean like just imagine like a sculptor. You end up at first with a really big rock and then things are chipped away, big chunks, tiny chunks, just keeps on chipping away and eventually there's a refinement in detail um, from the creator and the created is this really cool um, piece of art. So that's kind of the approach that an analogy I'm kind of taking. Um, Before I've talked about climbing mountains, which is very much a huge analogy I like to use. Um, Today, more so refinement, so those small things. So I'm going to kind of recap all of the refinement God has done in my life that I've mentioned in previous podcasts, as well as talk about some new ones, because why not throw in some new ones? Because God has put a lot of change in my heart. And today I kind of want to talk about the beauty of those refinements. That's probably what this is going to be titled, the beauty of refinements. And it's not fun. You know, it if rocks had feelings, had nociceptors, which are, you know, detectors for pain in our bodies, it probably, it would hurt a lot if your giant boulder self was chipped away. But, you know, at the very end of it, trusting the sculptor, it ends up really beautiful. But anywho, I digress. Let's do our prayer and then jump into our topic today. Dear God, thank you so, so much for the beautiful men and women who are listening to this podcast, Lord. I pray you give them courage and discernment and just a sense of peace, Lord, for the decisions they have made, are making, or will make, Lord. I pray they always seek you in times of trouble, and no matter how how long they have distanced themselves from you, Lord, or feel ashamed and non-deserving of you, Lord, that they come to you with open arms and just accept you because you bring rest, you bring peace, you bring hope, Lord. So thank you so much for these people. And I pray that this podcast, Lord, you can use my words um, to speak through me, Lord, so that your name is ultimately glorified. It's in your name we pray. Amen and amen. All right. So most of you guys know that from last summer to this summer, there has been a very, very big refinement in my life. Um, so kind of going into, I would say the big, big turning point was around March of this year. Um, that was when it was very definite um, that moving back home was going to be the decision. It has always been in the back of my mind. I've always felt this huge calling since November of 2020 that I need to return home and do ministry work here through Texas Women's University, which is where I'm going in uh, the fall of 2021. Um, and so that has been a big thing. And y'all know that it was a really tough decision full of grief 
and even thinking about my teammates right now, thinking about them, it brings me a lot of sadness, even though they are all alive and well. I feel like, I almost feel like they died, I guess. Like, that's the emotion of grief that I have for them because I can't be there with them. I can't experience all the cool things that they are going through, help them along the road, and just be in their presence because they are such wonderful souls. And I'm going to miss them a lot. And y'all know from the episode, uh, The Grief of the In-Between, it it was just raw emotion. That's just where I'm at. But I find peace in God's will and his, his story for my life. And I find a lot of rest and peace. And I could say that all day last summer, but um, it is very different to say it than to actually experience it and see God's will and his glory be fulfilled through it. So I went through that. Y'all know in the previous podcast, um, I had an internship lined up. That was going to be so cool. And then last minute, um, they went with somebody that I was unaware of. They didn't tell me until the week before the internship was going to start that they actually were looking at other candidates and they weren't just picking me. And then they ended up not picking me I want to say the Thursday or Friday before the camp started that Monday or that Tuesday, but um, the orientation was going to be that Monday. So I'm like, God, he took me away from my community, my best friends and crew in FCA and in powerlifting and in my classes, Lord, you've switched even my majors from, you know, education to math or now education and physical education for PE, you know, You've taken me away from that community. And now you're pulling an internship that would have been really huge for me. It would have left me time to spend more with my boyfriend. Um, and because he's he was working an internship as well. And I'm like, God, like, why did you take that away from me? This sucks. But through God's, you know, mercy and peace and his awesomeness, um, I was able to find a job, and I absolutely love the job I'm working at. My coworkers are very awesome people with very caring hearts, so it has worked out very well. But now we fast forward through June to July 4th. So since I've been back home, something has been really different about my relationship with my boyfriend. Instead of being very caring and kind through long distance, now we're going through what I was calling a sweet season. We would have the summer together. We wouldn't have to think about a countdown until long distance again. Our schools are relatively close together, less than about 30 minutes apart. And it was going to be great. And then July 4th hits. And I get, I guess like, I guess I said before that, But summer starts, you know, and we can only see each other maybe once, twice a week, which is totally fine. But I noticed he was less affectionate. I got less and less hugs, less and less cuddles. And he was always calling me out. Instead of saying silly or instead of calling me beautiful, I was getting called crazy, you know, dummy. And he was very disinterested. Whenever we talked and got to hang out together, I felt like, you know, like I was trying to bring the energy like always and he was bringing no energy. And I was like, 
man, he must be going through something. And, you know, we kind of chalked it up as him being tired. And then July 4th hits. And I'm basically told that I am not an intellectual equal for this person, for this man. Or should I say boy? You know, I don't know everything about computer science. Um, I will listen. I will support it. Um, anybody who has a passion they feel like God's given them a calling to, of course I'm going to listen and, you know, be supportive. But because I'm not in that field, because I don't know it, he couldn't have intellectually stimulating conversations with me. And because of that, he dumped me over text on July 4th. After 13 months of dating, after talking about marriage, after college, and talking about our futures and our qualities and our future spouse, he dumps me over text on July 4th because I am not an intellectual equal. I, he said, I can't just have eye candy. I got to have intellectual equal. So after an amazing 13 months, it is chalked up as... Yeah, you ain't that smart. You ain't interesting me. Goodbye. After all the prayer I've done, after I've used our relationship as a ministry for others, after our, us having very little arguments, having always productive conversations, and just being a really awesome couple, it gets chalked up to a ending over text. That sucks. That whole July 4th, I was bawling my eyes. I was having that deep grief. My whole body felt like it got hit by a train. And I was crying all night. I didn't even watch the fireworks. I was just in my room crying. I took away any gifts he gave me, which was one. Um, it was a necklace. I went ahead and put that away in my drawer deleted anything that reminded me of him and just simply sat in my room cried yelling to God why 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 would you do this after so much prayer about him after so many prayers for him for our relationship all the ministry that has been used because of our relationship it ends over text I was screaming, why it got, why? I was screaming, how? How am I getting it out of this? Where's your plan? Explain it. I don't understand, Lord. Explain, explain, explain. I was heartbroken. I was grieving. I had so much of my future envisioned with him. But he made up his mind that I was not going to be that future person. So God... He took me away from my community, my friends, everybody that I loved in the Midwest. I didn't get the internship that I was working and building towards for a month or two, like two months. And now he take away the person I wanted to have a future with. I always referred to him as my future husband in prayer. I'm like, Why? And not in an angry way, but in a sorrowful way. Like, God, why? Why did you do this? That makes no sense. 
And that's where the analogy of refinement comes in. And that's where the silly analogy of me saying if rocks had feelings and nerves, you know, it must hurt if a sculptor was going at them and refining them. God, why did you take away my community? A big chunk of this boulder is chipped away. God, why did you change my minor? And now my major is completely different. Now I'm doing kinesiology. Big old chunk of the rock chipped away. God, what about this internship chipped away? What about my future husband, the guy I've been dating for 13 months now and has been so incredible? Chipped away. And right now, I don't see the direction God is taking me. I don't see the art just yet in this sculpting of this sculpture. But gosh darn, my relationship with the sculptor, with my creator, is always going to be number one priority. And I find rest and I find peace in knowing that his plans for me are far greater than anything I could have expected. And the need to give him control. I need to stop planning 10 plus future, you know, 10 years plus in the future with, you know, the person I'm dating. I need to stop worrying and be in the moment and be like, God, I'm going to trust you. I'm going to give you the wheel. We may go through different exits than I was expecting, pick up people I would have never imagined. But God's been so kind to me too, y'all. When I left my community and went back to my home gym, now there's a whole bunch of female powerlifters there that treat me so well and pick me up just like family. God's been so kind. So I want to encourage y'all, whatever season you're going through, it's like, God, why are you taking everything that holds deep in my heart, Lord? Why are you taking it away from me? Makes no sense. But God's like, just you wait. I'm on a path on a mountain that makes no sense. Through the deep depths, I feel like I'm losing everybody that was walking with me. And I'm all alone. But God's like, no, you're not. Here's some new friends. Here's some of your old friends. Keep climbing. Keep going. It's going to be worth it. So that's why I want to encourage y'all with... I hope you guys have a very blessed day. If you're going through anything and just want to reach out, go to my Instagram. Go ahead and just DM me. It's Amanda underscore Imes powerlifting. Or maybe Amanda Imes underscore powerlifting. Uh, One of those two. I keep forgetting. Just DM me. Say, hey, from your podcast, I need talk. Prayer request or anything. I'm here for you guys. And never feel ashamed to turn back to God because no matter how Many times or how long it's been since you talked to him, the moment that you pray to him, he's going to say, welcome home. I love you guys. Have a blessed day. Stay strong. And I'll see you guys in the next podcast. Hopefully with no more refinements, such to a large degree or scale. But no matter what happens to me next, know that I have faith in God and have peace in his decisions. See you guys later. Bye.